Hey, it's Mailbag Monday, and you focused on three things. You're bummed about Dansby, you're asking if we can make any trades to help this team, and you're curious about the rookies that we're curious about. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Thanks for being here with us for this Monday Mailbag edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. John, did you see... Under our YouTube account, there was Mm -hmm. a comment left from Anthony, who Mm -hmm. listens all the time, and we gave him a shout-out a few episodes ago and said, hey, thanks for making us your first listen. And he was listening in the car, and his kids were listening as well, and so he told his kids, that's me, even though he wasn't sure that we were talking about him. But Anthony, (laughs) we were talking about you, baby. (laughs) The same same goes for Jonathan. Jonathan, yes, you are the one that I shouted out who said, I hope me and my fellow YouTube Jonathans are all excited but yes my friend you're the one that we're shouting out here hey by the way we we are down to three episodes a week starting today and so you can look forward to lockdown angels three times a week we get a little bit of a of a winter break not a spring break but a winter break but we'll be back in full force around pitchers and catchers reporting but for now three times a week we hope you'll join us each day of that mike we gotta we gotta talk about how yeah. Angel fans are feeling after missing out on the big four shortstops. Right. There certainly were a lot of options, um, a lot of competitive offers, and some long deals that were made for each of these guys. The most recent right. was Dansby Swanson signing with the Cubs. And so the big four shortstops who were free agents are off the board. In fact, I feel like this voicemail kind of sums up how Angel fans might be feeling. Let's go to our first voicemail today. Hey, guys. Mike from Camarillo. Uh, Boy, I really thought we were going to get Swanson, especially with him coming from Atlanta. I thought Perry was going to be able to work his magic. Uh, So really disappointed when I saw that come through yesterday that uh, we didn't get him. So uh, really trying to look at what's left. And uh, I realize anything on shortstop is going to be an upgrade from last year. Um, but boy, I'm really trying not to be disappointed. So hoping that you guys can uh, cheer me up with the way forward and, uh, what type of magic pair is going to pull out for us to, uh, make some type of improvement. Uh, go ahead, little guys. Appreciate everything you're doing as usual. Keep up the great work. Uh, talk to you soon. Mike from Camarillo. Thanks for leaving your voicemail and giving us a call on our voicemail line. I hear the disappointment in his voice, Mike. What do you think? <laughs> John, can, can the mics just talk for a moment? Um, Mike's sure. going to talk to Mike. And Mike, here's and what I want to say mic. to you. And I'm going to talk into the mic. Mike, here's what I want to say to you. Don't lose hope. We have some great players on this team. We have some great players that could potentially play shortstop. I think Levon Soto is better than anybody ever expected. I think he's going to be somebody that's going to be a, a player we can count on. I think David Fletcher is going to have a bounce back year. We still have 
have Louis Renjifo in the mix. Of course, Gio Urshela is in the mix. And I think that what we have with this team is something that we've talked about on this show multiple times, but especially at the beginning of last year. We could hide Squid in this lineup if everybody Mm. stays healthy. And we did for the first 50 games of the year, and then we Mm -hmm. fell apart. And Mm -hmm. I think that the shortstop position is necessary, but I think it's more important for us to have a defensive guy there than an offensive guy there. However, I think Soto brings both to the table. And so I'm going to be on the Soto train. And Mike, I want want to invite you to join me to be on that (laughs) Soto train because... I was on the Reed Detmers train before anybody else was, and look That's at what right. we have now. And you were on the Patrick Sandoval train, Johnny, and look at yes, what sir. we have now. And so I'm on the Soto train, and I think that we're going to be just fine. I look at the contracts. I look at the years. I look at the money. That is not an investment that I think the Angels need to make right now because we have Shohei's contract coming up, and we want to give him what he deserves. And some people are saying like $500 million. I think mm-hmm. it might be around maybe 450 at least and I want him on this team and so I'm glad that we didn't get those shortstops don't get me wrong I would have been glad to get one of those shortstops but I think that we have some great in-house options they're cheap options and I'm believing by June and July we're gonna say Dansby who (laughs) so don't worry about it don't worry about it hey at Angels 2023 WS World Series on Twitter said who should be our shortstop next year I don't know what we can do now that the big four are gone. I think defensively, you've got David Fletcher, you've got Andrew Velasquez. Squid is not going to play 125 games like he did no, last year. No, That's not going to happen, especially with the depth that the Halos have added. So when you see stats about how horrible we were last season, like we shared a couple of weeks ago, that's not going to happen again. And right. so we keep saying anything would be an improvement over last year. That's right, because Squid played 125 games last season, (laughs) and that's not going to happen again. So as far as who should be our shortstop, I like David Fletcher. But also, Mike, here's an interesting question from Eric Luna 22 on Twitter. We came up empty-handed at the shortstop position in free agency, so I think we should turn our attention to the trade market. I think that a shortstop and pitcher combo are still in the works. I don't think shortstop is a position that we can wait until midseason due to the chemistry factor. Hmm. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? I I think that's a great point. I I don't think that we're going to have to wait on the shortstop. Again, I'm believing that we're going to find ourselves really excited with who the Angels actually have in there. And it's probably going to be a rotating door. And I think that it's going to start by being David Fletcher. And I don't want us to forget about David Fletcher. I don't want us to forget that he actually is a really good player and a really good piece for this team. And remember, Perry has been saying over and over and over again, he's building the middle of this roster. And he has done, I think, a pretty great job in building the middle of this roster. And David Fletcher is a part of that, even though he's been on this roster. But Gio Urshela is a part of that as well. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves and think that we have to have a superstar at every position. I get that we need somebody who's really great in the shortstop position. And if we start with David Fletcher, I'm not going to complain about that because I think he's a leader on the field. He almost won a gold glove two years ago at second base. Mm -hmm. I think this guy is a guy who we can really count on. And then we also have Soto and we also have Squid that can come in and be a defensive replacement. And who knows what Squid could do? And I know now I'm shooting for the moon, but who knows what Squid could do? if he starts to bat only right-handed because he started to really hit 
really well last season when he did that. When Taylor Ward hits 25 home runs, Mike Trout hits 40 plus, Otani hits 35 plus, Jared Walsh hits 25 plus, Hunter Renfro hits 30. You're not going to remember that David Fletcher is your starting shortstop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we're going to have plenty of offense to go around on this team, and, and you're not going to want David Fletcher to hit five home runs. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> I think the most he's ever hit was six or so, but right. you don't you don't need that is what I hear you saying. Steve Crawford uh, at Seven Yellow Cards said, is there an offseason that is more buttercup than this one? <laughs> this We've been comment. built up, messed around, and now we're let down again. I'm just hopeful that by missing out on a big shortstop, it means that we have that much more money to sign Otani. Here's the way I see it, Mike. Come on. Whether we got a big time shortstop or not, we still have to go over that luxury tax and it's going to require going over the tax to keep Shohei Otani. That's just the way the cookie crumbles here because you're going to have to give him, which I think will be 500 million for a full contract at least. I know you said 450, but you would totally fail and the price is right. 500 million (laughs) is the deal that he's going to get at least and if that's 10 years 50 million a year you've got money tied up in Rendon you got money in Trout you're gonna have to go over that luxury tax so whether that happens or not and I understand yeah the the more money to save Shohei is a good thing or to sign Shohei but either way they're still gonna have to go over that luxury tax yeah I agree now speaking of shortstops game over 27 on Instagram said what does the shortstop position look like this year is it geo and soto and then the big c23 on instagram said all right so when are we gonna start leave on soto at shortstop so johnny why don't you answer these questions what does shortstop look like <laughs> and and is it gonna be leave on soto those two are your best friends they want leave on they're hyping they're getting on the train mike see i didn't even, i i I, are, I just like through esp i was able to help them understand before we even started recording the show <laughs> I think Gio is not going to play a lot of shortstop. I think that's going to be a, mm-hmm. uh, he fills in on a day off. He's going to be, I see him at first base, third base, second base. One of those three positions is going to need a quote unquote day off. If not, Gio is starting at second base most of the time. I know he's traditionally a third baseman and a first baseman, but I really think that if he's going to play one of the infield positions most of the time, Probably second base if he's yeah. not platooning with Jared Walsh. I love this one from Nate Soriano at CCFLLPZ. He said, do you feel that Phil, Phil Nevin can somehow work a less than average shortstop bat into the lineup successfully? Maybe more small ball for that part of the order with running runners in scoring position. And then he said, hashtag drop, drop a, a bunt. bunt. <laughs> <laughs> we were calling for that and Angel fans were calling for that when we were struggling mm-hmm. last year and Phil Nevin Do seems to be different. a small ball type of guy. And the answer in my opinion, Nate is yes. I think he can successfully work in a shortstop who may not be a strong hitting shortstop, but utilize him in a really successful way, especially if it's David Fletcher, because David Fletcher is undefendable. He's kind of got a Vlad Guerrero approach. Doesn't hit the home runs, but he can hit any ball that's thrown at him. And he's a great bunner. He's a great base runner I think he's he's also great at runners in scoring position John and so I think that Fletch is going to be that guy that really fills that role for us at least to start the season and and then you're right I think Gio is going to be at second and let's not discount let's not discount Jared Walsh he's going to be healthy it's already been announced that he's going to be healthy and friends if you just need a reminder go to baseball reference and look up his stats from 2020 and 2021 that's Jared Walsh last year was Mm -hmm. not we're getting a healthy 
healthy Jared Walsh. So let's not think that he has to be somebody who platoons over there. Jay Walsh is a dude. He's our Wally Joyner right now. He's our JT Snow <laughs> right now. So let's not dismiss him. I think that we're actually missing the mark when we talk about Jared Walsh not being a key and important piece to this team in 2023. He's got to be able to hit lefties. And if he sits against the lefty and Geo takes first base, I'm okay with that honestly, and until he figures out how to hit the lefty pitcher. Rally Monkey NZ, New Zealand, New Zealand Angels fan Woo! on Twitter said, which <laughs> position are you more comfortable about finding in-house options for, shortstop or the sixth starter? Well, I feel like we talked a lot about shortstop, and both of us are pretty comfortable with who we've got, but Mike, I'm interested to see the battle that's going to take place for number six. Yeah. If we don't get another pitcher, which... I still think the Angels can can do something there and I will agree. do something there yep. and maybe bump Jose Suarez to number six. But it's worth having the competition between Griffin Canning and maybe some of the minor league guys like Kai Bush or Chase Silseth. That would be an interesting challenge for those guys to earn that number six spot. I pulled up the stats the other day for Griffin Canning, and I would say about 70% of his games per season that he's pitched in had games of three runs or less that he mm. gave up. Mm. Three earned runs or less. That's who you want in a number six. Oh, a guy sure. who can get you through five, six innings and get you through with three runs or less. I don't think you have to expect much from a number six. And if Griffin Cannon can do that, I think we're in good shape. But how do you feel about shortstop, six starter? What do you think? I would love to see us sign a pitcher, a right-handed pitcher, because we need that in our rotation. Yes, big time. Uh, rather than getting a shortstop, because we need that strong arm. And then what it does is it really brings some clarity as to what that rotation looks like. And, and it moves a Jose Suarez to the sixth spot. And maybe there is a competition, but I would rather have that competition take place because we've signed somebody instead of having right. that competition take place because we're trying to figure out who's going to be there and when they're going to pitch, all of that stuff. Hey, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis, you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now, for your second listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most and even the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Locked On Angels listeners sent in a lot of questions about some moves that the Halos could make with the remainder of the offseason. In fact, I loved this question from fellow Ukypian Davey Neubauer on Twitter. He said, fellow Ukypian now living in Minnesota. Love your show. It's positive and needed for our fan base. Thank you, Davey. What is the best case scenario for a trade for shortstop? If this happens, would this get us to the 90 win threshold mm. or do we need more moves? Mike, our good friend, Brent McGuire, former host and Lockdown Angels legend, actually tweeted out the options for shortstop and second base 
and their 2023 projections. And the top remaining shortstop and second base options, Gene Segura, Elvis Andrews, Brandon Drury, Jose Iglesias, free agents, potential trade options, Willie Adamas, that has been uh, somebody that people have been clamoring for. Yeah. Me, Ahmed Rosario. I love Ahmed Rosario. Yep. We've got Luis Arise, Jorge Polanco, Brandon Crawford, Miguel Rojas, and Joey Wendell. Mike, do you think a move for shortstop will be enough to get them to 90 wins, or do they need more? I think that a pitcher would probably be a better move for this team to get to 90 wins. I think that hmm. getting a right-handed pitcher, like we've mentioned, uh, a Nathan Eovaldi, somebody like that, maybe a Michael Waka, would actually put them over the top. I don't think we're too far away from the 90-win mark, and we did an episode a few weeks ago where we found 13 wins, where the, the game just didn't go our way because mm-hmm. of a mistake or the bullpen or somebody did something stupid. Or Joe Madden. Or Joe Madden, right? <laughs> a lot of it was Joe Madden, and so we we were on pace to get to the 90 win mark. And so I think that this is a 90 win team at least. And so I think mm. that getting a pitcher would be better than getting a shortstop. Although there are two names that stand out there. We've talked about Ahmad Rosario. I guess I'm intrigued by Brandon Crawford. And I say, I guess, because I'm not mm. really sure. I know that with uh, Correa signing with the Giants, it might make him available. I just don't know how much we would want to give up for him, and he's an older guy, but I'm intrigued by that move. I just don't know if that would be the move, but with their war numbers, it doesn't feel like that's going to get us anywhere close to 90 wins right now. Crawford had a down year last season, yeah. but had an all-star season the year before, so <laughs> just kind of a an interesting candidate there for, for trade. Hey, our good friend Scott Freeman had two questions. He said, still need a shortstop and a solid starting pitcher. The best way? Sign a free agent shortstop mm. and package Renhifo with more for a legit good starting pitcher. Solves both issues. Thoughts on the strategy and what starting pitcher we could get. He also said, we have we all have man crushes on Andrew Chafin <laughs> for the bullpen. Given the big demand for him, who else could we get help from if we don't get him? I'm thinking Will Smith. I like Will Smith. I do that too. would be an Angels reunion, actually. He yeah. would be coming back to the Angels. He was a Angels minor leaguer before he was sent off to the Royals. But yeah, this is an intriguing question. Packaging Renhifo to get a starting pitcher. What do you think about that? Scott, I would encourage you to go to uh, the Trade Simulator website, uh, simulator website um, and, and look at what the trade would actually be. Uh, we're going to do this tomorrow. We'll tease it later on, but uh, or sorry, Wednesday. And, and we're going to talk through some of the trades. And I was actually really surprised at how low-rated Renhifo is compared to hmm. some of the other second basemen and shortstops in the league right now. And they give a trade value, and putting Renhifo in a trade, it would be Renhifo and 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 in order to get some of the guys <laughs> that we're trying to get. So we'll talk more about that on Wednesday, but it was really interesting, Scott, just to see uh, how how low of a value Renhifo has in, in, in the eyes of the baseball people out there right now. Yeah, the trade simulator is interesting because sometimes it feels like they, they undervalue uh, certain people, but at the same time, us who are watching a Renhifo every day might see a little more value sure. there. Hey, Ken sure. Japan 24 said, what do you think of trading for Nico Horner as a shortstop? Well, the Cubs just got Dansby Swanson. Obviously, that's going to move Nico Horner. Unfortunately, the news is they're going to move Nico yeah. to second base. So I don't yeah. think Nico is going to be on the trading block. I would love it, personally. I sure. Would, I, like I said last week, I'll put my Cubs hat on right now and get <laughs> Nico Horner. 
Um, but I'm not going to do that because it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Right. Landon right. Harville, Mike, on Twitter said, thoughts on Gene Segura to play shortstop for a year. What do you think? I like Gene. I think he's he's going to be cheap. Again, we'll talk about that later this week. I, I like Gene because in the playoffs, he was clutch. He came through when the Phillies needed him to come through. And I think that that's what we're going to need from our shortstop. As we get into this race in the AOS, we get into some of those really tight games. Mm-hmm. That's when we're going to feel the pressure of not having a big-time shortstop. I think that we're going to be able to make it. I think we're going to be able to be competitive. But it's that it's that moment, right? That always seems to happen. The guy that you don't want at the plate is at the plate. And Gene Segura was there in the playoffs with the Phillies. And I can think of two times where he threw his bat at the ball and got a <laughs> single in the gap yeah. and, and was able to knock in some runs. So I would be intrigued by having Gene on our team again. Gene has the most war projected war, uh, 2.6 out of the remaining free free agent shortstop and second base options. He hasn't played shortstop for a couple of years. I think it was 2019 or so was the latest, but it it has been a while. So that would be an adjustment, but I would be interested to see him over there. Hey, Mike, we got another voicemail. This one from a good friend of ours in Arizona. Mike and John. David from Arizona again. Um, I just saw a report that the Mets are open potentially for trades for Carlos Carrasco. He's a little older, but he's a righty. I think he only has one more year on his deal. He had like a sub, I think he had a sub four ERA. Um, I think his stats said 162 innings, 162 strikeouts. So solid number three starter for us potentially. What do you guys think about a trade for him? Anyways, you guys are awesome. Love you dudes. See you later. David, good to hear from you, our good buddy who's a, a hometown hero of ours, Mike. He is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Carlos Carrasco is an interesting option considering he has yeah. one year left. I feel like he's going to be a part of the Mets rotation, but yeah. there has been rumors out there. Now, some of the things that I noticed about him is he did have a lot of success last season in terms of who he is and his age, and but I think a lot of that had to do with the team behind him because I look at some of his numbers on StatCast and Baseball yeah. Savant. The batting average against his four-seam fastball, which averaged about uh, 93.2 miles an hour, it was a 331 batting average. The expected was 292. Uh, mm. His changeup actually yielded better results than expected. He got a 206 batting average on that, and it was supposed to be, according to expected batting average, 217. Uh, his sinker seems to be a strong pitch that he's got. It's got some good vertical movement and good horizontal movement. However, the expected batting average on that is 368 and hitters went wow. 391 off of it. But here's the thing. The slider was his put away pitch. And even though it's yeah. not a plus slider, he used that to put hitters away 26% of the time. The changeup was 22% of the time. He doesn't throw very hard, but he does have uh, a degree of separation between the slider and the four-seam fastball. I think right in the middle of this pitching rotation, I think he works. What do you think? Yeah, it'd just be a matter of what we're going to have to give up for him, and and we're going to give up what for a year. If if Perry can pull off a Hunter Renfro type of deal mm-hmm. where we're not giving up guys that we're going to be counting on this year or next year or even in the future years, then I think it's a, it's a great deal. But it feels like with Carrasco we could get that in Nathan Eovaldi. I'm not sure what the price point would be for Nathan, but it feels like that's who we could get for Eovaldi and then not have to give up anybody. I feel like Eovaldi's going to be about $17 million or yeah. so, something like that. Yeah. Hey, 54 Zaya OU said the same thing. Do you think 
uh, James McCann and Carlos Carrasco will be a fit for us. We talked about mm. Carrasco, but James McCann, I looked up the numbers, Mike. I think I'd rather stick with Stassi. I think yeah, I, really I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to be a good backup for Logan Ohapi, which I think Ohapi should be the starter there. I also don't think you want to mess with the chemistry that Stassi has with somebody like Shohei Otani. Oh, and they absolutely. work very well together as a, yep. as battery mates. And then uh, this one is from Alex Baca. He said, Renjifo, Silseth, and Adele for Pablo Lopez and Victor Mesa Jr. Hmm. Interesting trade. Pablo Lopez went 10-10. and 10. He had a three-war season, a 375 ERA. 32 games started, Mike, 174 strikeouts, and a 1.167 whip, walks and hits per innings pitched. My opinion is I'd rather keep Adele over getting Mesa Jr., but if it's going to get us Pablo Lopez and help us improve, then I would go for it. What do you think about Pablo Lopez? Man, I think we sell high with Adele, and and I don't know how high he's viewed. As high as we can. (laughs) I mean, like, honestly. And he also mentioned Silseth and Renjifo, too, and I know you like Silseth a lot. I do like all three of those guys. I, I actually, you know what? I'm going to put this in the trade simulator and see what happens. But hey, I, I actually would be okay with those three names in a trade if it can get us somebody like a Pablo Lopez because I think that that's going to be a a, ro- a rotation <laughs> a rotation changer for us. Yes. That's fun to say <laughs> for for the Angels. <laughs> and finally, for this segment, Elgato Gordo Seven said, "Any trade idea for Max Freed?" I looked up. Hmm. What's going on with the Braves and Max Freed? And a lot of writers think it's going to take uh, some of the best prospects. And naturally, because Freed has yeah. been a stud. Uh, but right. six prospects from the Marlins was one of the projected trades. Wow. Um, I think it's going to take Zach Neto, Kai Bush, Ed- Edgar Caro. It's going to take your best prospects to get Max Freed. Yeah. I love I love Max Freed, but that feels like a lot to give up in order to get somebody like him. Well, as we continue with Mailbag Monday, Johnny, let's go back to the phone lines. Let's do it. Hi, guys. This is Brandon from Virginia. I got a couple questions. I was wondering what prospects are you guys looking forward to seeing possibly make the uh, get the call up to the major leagues this year? And uh, with all the big four uh, shortstops being taken, do you guys think that I mean Zach Neto is possibly a little bit more ahead of the schedule than we thought? and could be getting a call up to the major leagues sometime this year. Uh, thank you guys and Merry Christmas. Brandon, thank you for calling us all the way from Virginia and sending in your question. Mike, does the lack of moves for the shortstops, the big four, does that mean that they're really high on Neto or does it mean something else? What do you think? Let's speculate for a moment. and oh, speculate at, wildly. And and look at what happened with Logan O'Hoppy and him kind of moving through our system and the Philly system pretty quick. And then seeing Zach Neto move through our system really quick. Johnny, could we speculate that maybe perhaps by June, Zach Neto is up for a little look-see and then suddenly we see that this guy is all that he is cracked up to be every 
everything mm. that has been said about him is actually who he is. And this is why we didn't go and get four of those guys, those shortstops, because Zach Neto is a stud. He is our Anthony Volpe. He is our young guy that we've been waiting for, kind of like our Mike Trout from years ago. Johnny, mm. could we speculate that maybe there's something happening inside of the organization that we're not aware of and that Zach Neto is better than we anticipated? It's possible. I mean, the fact that he moved up so quickly and slotted in right to double A after getting drafted. He's 21 years old, Mike, and he had a stud season in double A. I would be cautious about trusting the fact that he would be the guy. I also think that we didn't want to give these long-term deals to those four shortstops because of Zach Neto, and I think that yeah. that's a natural conclusion. However, I think that they wanted one of those four. I, I would not be sure. surprised if they were sure. in on them. I just don't think that the Angels wanted to swing that deal, and Perry's going to have to go a more creative route in order to do so. Chuck and Duck meet the Halo homie on Twitter. <laughs> I love he said, what trade options are available for a solid shortstop? Do you think the Halos, the front office, believes Neto is close to playing with a big club? That's why we didn't get any of the four free agents. So another mm. question, kind of thinking the same thing and honestly out of the available shortstops that are up for for the trade market I think the Giants might be the only one willing to let Brandon Crawford go right because I love Ahmed Rosario I just don't see the Guardians parting with him this season yeah why part with him when you don't have to pay him very much I know you're gonna have to pay him next season but I don't think they'll want to part with him now what do you think I don't think so I think that the Guardians believe that they're going to be competitive I mean they made it to the playoffs last year so why wouldn't they think that and they really are carried by their starting rotation and then of course by their third baseman and and maybe maybe one other bat but I think Rosario is a solid player for them and so it wouldn't make sense for them to trade him away unless they're going to get a couple of pieces that help the team this next season. Agreed. Yeah. Hey, how about this one? Turbo J911 said if Otani leaves for the Dodgers ugh, next year, how many Angel fans will convert and root for the Dodgers? What do you think? All of the Angel fans that weren't Angel fans to begin with, because if you're going to be with us through all of the pain of watching Otani hurt and Johnny asking the question, where were you? And then you're just going to jump ship to another team. Listen, it's easy to root for the Yankees. It's easy to root for the Patriots when they were good. It was easy to root for the Tampa Bay Bucks because Tom Brady was there. You know when it's tough to root for a team? When you've got Nick Mullins as your quarterback and you're a 49er fan. You know when it's tough to root for a team? (laughs) It's tough to root for a team when you've got Joe Blanton starting for you and you think that you have an option and an opportunity to win. That's when it's tough to root for a team. You know when it's tough to root for a team? When they dismantle the greatest team of all time, the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, and they hire Tim Floyd to be the coach over <laughs> Phil Jackson. That's when it's tough to be a team. And listen, we, we, we have to root for this team through thick and through thin, and if you're going to jump ship and go down the five and root for the Dodgers, do it right now. Don't do it later. My heart can't take it. <laughs> well said. Thank well you. said. Hey, Jeffrey Rame said, does left field need to be fixed, or is it a given that players need to figure it out? I'm talking to, I think he's talking about 
how we say it, Plinkos, yes. over in the corner yeah. all the time. What do you think? Well, listen, we've never had a problem in the past. Garrett Anderson did just fine out there. And so I think it's just <laughs> a matter of the defender knowing the angles. It's like playing in Boston and knowing how that ball is going to hit off of the, the monster and then holding people to a single. And the left fielders in Boston are constantly working on that. And so I think that the left fielders in Anaheim need to do the very same thing. And I think Taylor Ward's going to be just fine out there. And he's yeah. going to be able to manage that really, really well. Absolutely. Hey, Jeremy Steer, JS4424 on Twitter said, you think the Angels will ever retire Kingfish's number 15 or other Angels greats like Percy or GA? I think when new ownership comes in, they're going to have some retiring to do yeah. because we are long overdue for a lot of these numbers getting retired. And I think that they will restore the relationship that they has better. kind of diminished between some of the best players that we've ever had and by the wayside, but from the front office and ownership. Yeah. BTC525 said, what's the Super Halo Bros opening day angel lineup? Well, Mike, I can give you mine. Yeah, please go. Yours and mine. All right. Taylor Ward's going to lead off for me. I'm going to put Gio Urshela at second base, batting second. Mike Trout bats third. Otani bats cleanup. Rendon bats fifth. I want people in front of Trout, Otani, and Rendon yeah. so that they can drive them in. Hunter Renfro is going to hit some homers, so you know that if Otani gets on base, Rendon gets on base, Rendon takes a walk, Renfro's going to drive him in. Jared Walsh, Max Stassi, and finally in number nine, David Fletcher, who's kind of your second prototypical leadoff guy down there at the bottom of the order. What do you think? I love it. Do you have Max Stassi in there because Otani is pitching, and that's why Logan Ohoppy yes, is not o- in there? Yes, o- opening day, yeah. I assume Otani's going to be pitching, and so Stassi would be in there. Yeah. yeah, I think that lineup is really strong, and I don't think I would disagree with any slot positions. I might move Walsh up and Hunter Renfro down just to get a left, mm. right, left, right. Um, but again, we'd have to look at the stats to see uh, who they're playing against. But I really like that lineup. I think that I would stick with it and probably have Max Stassi because Otani is pitching. But Logan Ohapi will be my starter for the most part for the rest of the year. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. All right, last question. Ken Japan 24 on Twitter. Who's going to win the matchup in the WBC of Otani, the pitcher? Versus Mike Trout. I honestly, Mike Trout, because Trout just has a really? way of figuring some people out, man. And and I, I go back to it was a few years ago, Chris Sale was at the top of his game, bases were loaded, and Mike Trout's yes. battling and battling and battling and battling, <laughs> and then he hits a grand slam off of him, and Trout was fist pumping around the bases. And I was like, I remember I, I listened in the car, heard heard the call on the radio, and just was so stoked about that. And that's what Mike Trout does. He has a way of figuring out pitchers, especially the good pitchers. You'll notice that he really doesn't struggle against the Verlanders and some of of those guys like Garrett Cole hmm. he might struggle yeah. against you know Justice Sheffield right like like who <laughs> right but Trout will not struggle against some of those big pitchers so I think that Shohei better watch out because I think Trout's coming to get him Shohei uh will challenge Trout I think they're gonna have some fun yeah. and I think that Shohei's gonna throw him the 100 mile an hour fastball and, and then apologize say, <laughs> and then say hit it yeah. go ahead and hit it thanks for making lockdown angels your first listen today now for your next listen check out the lockdown sports today podcast they're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day instant reactions big game recaps and of course the take of the day they're available on the odyssey app youtube or wherever you get your podcasts Hey, be sure and give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to chat with you there. 
And what do we have on deck for Wednesday's show, Mike? Uh, we did put some of the trades that you've suggested in the trade simulator, and we're going to share the results. Who would we have to give up in order to get some of the players that we want? And would we even consider this? And would the Halos even consider some of these trades? So we're going to talk all about that Wednesday on Locked On Angels. Looking forward to that conversation, and we hope you'll join us again on Wednesday. Again, we're down to three episodes a week for the time being. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us for this episode of Locked On Angels, and we'll see you right back here on Wednesday. Wednesday.